poets for peace like the white peace dove, symbolic of peace and love. Playing the tranquil symphony of universal peace and harmony. Love for all and hatred for none is our passion, aim, and motivation. This is the Voice of Islam Radio, Poets for Peace Show. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. In the name of Allah, the gracious, ever merciful. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be on you. Welcome to the Poets for Peace show on Voice of Islam Radio, broadcasting from its Battle for Do studio in London. I am Ramin Masood and I'll be hosting the show today. Poets for Peace show spreads a universal message of peace to the world through poetry. Poetry of peace, goodwill, fraternity, serenity, enlightenment and reawakening. Our show has three segments, symphony, viewpoint and inspirational. In the symphony segment, poets share their original poetry on the theme. Viewpoint segment presents views of experts on the theme of the show. And then inspirational segment presents singing of an inspiring poem followed by its elaboration. The fascinating theme for today's show is Beauty of Nature Reflects Its Creator. Let's begin our symphony segment today by celebrating the profound connection between nature's beauty and its sublime creator, starting our odyssey with co-presenter and producer Dr Bushra Khan, an inspirational poet, author, lifestyle well-being doctor and motivational speaker from East Sussex. Have you ever realised that the world around us is a mirror? That the beauty of nature is in reality a reflection of the glimpses and hidden powers of its unseen creator, a supreme being who is transcendent, whom our physical eyes cannot see, but he reveals himself through manifestations of his attributes displayed in the kaleidoscope of nature. He communicates his character and qualities to us through the natural world. How can we pass by nature without recognizing its profound significance? Meditating upon nature's wonders reawakens a spiritual perception, unveiling God's wisdom, beauty, creativity, power and loving care. You are hidden from my eyes, yet I see you everywhere. Your beauty, your radiance is glowing so clear. In the vast expanse of the sky so blue, in my quest for you, I find a clue. The moon's light on a tranquil night reflects a faint trace 
of your lovely face. The glittering stars with their twinkling light reveal your glimpses bright on a starry night. The lofty mountains capped with snow and lush green valleys where streams overflow all are signs of your presence sky high and below. We need to imagine that our world is like a mirror reflecting different attributes of its creator. It would have been impossible for physical beings like us to comprehend the concept of a transcendent creator if he didn't show glimpses of his manifestations in the material world. Our next poem is by Melissa Ahmadi, a history graduate and teacher from Hampshire. My daughter asked me, where is God? And I said everywhere. But I can't see God, she said in innocence. Prophet Moses also asked God to see his magnificence. God said, eyes cannot reach him, but he reaches the eyes. And his signs are visible in the earth and skies. His majesty can be seen in his creation. The beauty of nature inspires his adoration. His love is found in the warmth of the sun. When autumn leaves fall and spring leaves grow, to the dead tree he does life bestow. The desert heat and the arctic chill, awesome mountains and deep oceans thrill. All creation reflects his majesty and power. By meditation and prayer, our souls we empower. A child's innocent question, where is God, depicts that deep inborn human need to find his creator his urge to discover the supreme artist of this wonderful creation. Now you'll be listening to a poem by Aziza Khan, a social worker from Baltimore, USA. The title of my poem is Beauty of Nature Reflects Its Creator. Surrounding us with his embrace, his grace and magnificence, in the hollow of a tree trunk, in the glistening of the running stream, in the stars and planets, or in the depths of the earth, within our hearts arises a joy, a scream of recognition of the soul meeting its creator in any time or space. Like the twirling of a leaf dancing and dipping and landing, or like the changing of the seasons, or like the echo from a mountain top, or like the crescendo of nature's orchestra, arises such wonderment, arises the acknowledgement beyond the recognition of the self. So very enchanting. Running Brook, have you asked yourself from where you began or where you are headed? From where comes your sparkle and your rush? or what you bring along with you as you swoosh? Which purpose were you created for? You are not still, for in your motion a secret lies. Come, let me tell you, quietly. Shh, it's all a master plan. Oh, grasshopper, what are you jumping towards? How did you get so green? Or oh, ladybug, 
from where did you receive your spots? Or zebra get its stripes? Why does the sun warm up our day and shine its brilliant light only for the moon to disclose its brilliance in another way? In such way, our minds explore. Oh, gentle breeze, you soothe my being as the rains bring forth its fruits. Ask me why I love you so? I'll tell you that the secret lies in your favors upon me, that I can recognize you in the flutter of a hummingbird's wings, in the scent of a rose, and in the eyes of a fawn. As the day dawns, in nature's pursuits. Nature sings with its breasts out loud with morning bird songs, spiders spinning webs, and bees buzzing busily, creating its golden-hued honey. With prayers on our lips, here is God, here is your Creator, here is your Lord. Even the waves thrash the sea, imploring so giddily. Then why, oh why, can you not see? For one should enjoy this rhapsody and make the journey to the inward soul, leading from masterpieces to its master of creation. As we drop to our knees in awe, we cannot even create the wing of a fly. Now there is no room to disagree. As our eyes continue to lead us into the journey of our soul, where we unite with our creator, let us be humbled and grateful as we hold with our every breath wonder and reverence for the creator of creators, the one and only Lord of the universes, our beloved maker. In his creations, he gave us eyes to reflect using the powers of our intellect as we continue our journey with our inward eye heading towards our final destination. Let us look back and see his glorious creations, and be reminded that we are not even equivalent to the particle of dirt that he has created. What a true illumination. We cannot even create the wing of a fly. Starting from this realization of a humble insignificance, when we observe the magnificent creations around us, we become aware of the power of their mighty creator and can't help falling down in prostration before him. Our next poem is by Yvonne Butt, an English poet of German origin from Hillingdon. You are in the tweeting sounds of birds, a calming melody in my ears. I feel you in the wind, in the mild soft breeze. It's like you carrying away my sorrow to give me ease. I taste you in the fresh water that flows down the streams as it quenches my long-lasting thirst. Your love is in the warm evening sun when the rainbow colours are reflected in the big fast sea. Your light guides me out of the dark it's in the moon and all the bright shining little stars. In the growing branches of the tree with new green leaves, it's you creating new life to give us fresh air to breathe. In the taste of the golden sweet honey, I feel your healing power 
You are the all healer, so why should we do wonder? You are in every flower with the wonderful light smile. The beauty of nature is your creation. I am so grateful to you, as this beauty of nature eases my life and gives me hope of a peaceful world. The poet describes with such simplicity how by reflection upon nature we can ease our sorrows, discover the warmth of God's love and the light of his guidance and find hope for a peaceful world. Poetry is the voice of the soul and the language of devotion. It has the magical power to capture, communicate, inspire and ignite, creating a profound impact on human emotions. Poetry is an essential part of our culture, expressing concepts in unique and resonant ways that survive and continue to inspire readers for thousands of years. Now you'll be listening to a poem by Pulvasha Ahmed, a young student with flair for creative art from Chicago, USA. In a crisp, clean, golden morning light, delicate drops of dew litter the grass in a glittering sight. In serene calm do the rich leaves curl towards the sun until they shed their skin and hundreds of blossoms become none. Because nature is strong and to be weathered is brave. And when the storms die down, with his mercy a new life is paved. And to the people who cry, praise Mother Nature. So it is true then, you believe in a creator? One whose creations sing their gratitude in a sun-risen song. And whose command causes the burst of honey-struck rays to illustrate the dawn. O people, it is your time to turn towards the creator of this illustrious beauty. As the mercy of his infinite grace has given us this simple duty. How nature causes blooming flowers to wither and how it gives them a new birth in spring, manifesting God's power to cause death and bring back to life. Our next poem is by Iram Willey, a school governor from Southall. Beauty of nature reflects its creator. Mount Everest, rising high in all its glory, reflects its supremely exalted creator, al Ali. Its eminence declared as a wonder of the world, its testimony to the majesty of its supreme creator. From a seed, how a tree grows tall and grand by Al-Khalik, the creator's masterful hand. Rising high like our ideals and roots deep like our faith, the hawk flying high, seeing world in bird's eye view. Dancing daffodils and rosebuds covered in dew. Each aspect of the wonderful creations of nature reflects a different shade of God's countless beautiful attributes. 
Now, you'll be listening to a profound poem by a young poet from Baltimore, USA. Cells work in harmony, no missteps, no mistakes, proteins and kinase. Molecules interact perfectly in complex and perfect ways, as if they have a brain of their own. Cells work together in vast networks and in inexplicable ways. They make up everything beautiful. From insects on the ground to the leaves on the tree, from you and me created perfectly. But while scientists think and worry about how cells work and why they work so perfectly, I sit here and know that there is only one who is behind it all. It's Allah who runs this world so perfectly and beautifully. These verses remind us to reflect upon the wonders of the microscopic world, the amazing precision, harmony and organized function which is on display in the atoms, molecules and cells of living organisms, reflecting the mastermind and supreme intelligence of their creator. I was reflecting upon the honeybee as a miracle of creation. How this tiny insect can be such a cunning architect and such an exquisite alchemist. The way it toils relentlessly all day long, from flower to flower, equipped with its specialized antenna, having hundreds of receptors of sense of smell, taste, touch and sound vibrations. It sucks nectar from the flowers so delicately, so sensitively, without even gently bruising them. The honeybee also plays a vital role in flower pollination, which is an essential ecological survival function to provide food for our planet, without which the human race and our ecosystems would just not survive. The honeybee processes the nectar by its bee enzyme to produce a liquid gold, honey, the most wholesome healing food. And we have so many lessons to learn from this tiny icon of selfless service for the benefit of humanity. And the amazing discipline and organization which is seen in bee colonies. With the queen bee workers, drones, all religiously performing their specific assigned tasks. How they create their characteristic hexagonal architecture of their honeycomb cells, which is the ideal shape for space utilization and storage, and they store the nectar, pollen, and honey in it. Who teaches the honeybee this knowledge of engineering and mathematics, and as well as for chemist of chemistry and pharmacology? The secret behind its impeccable performance is that it has been bestowed by God with a sophisticated brain with a level of intelligence and it's the only animal which is honored to be divinely inspired with guidance from God to perform these incredible tasks.
Now it's time for a short break. Relax and immerse yourself into the tranquility of nature's melodies, hymns of singing birds and rustling leaves, reflecting upon the magic and beauty around you. We'll be back with more interesting segments, so stay tuned on Poets for Peace show, beacon of universal messages of peace. Poets for Peace, connecting the hearts of the world through poetry. Poetry of peace, goodwill, harmony, fraternity, serenity, enlightenment, and reawakening. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be on you. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed the break with the refreshing nature sounds. We're now moving on to our viewpoint segment with some enriching insights on our theme. Welcome to the viewpoint segment. Today we have another exciting interview lined up for you. So let's dive right in. Forest bathing and mindfulness in nature. It's a concept that's gaining popularity to de-stress from our hectic everyday life. Our guest in the show today is Emma Weaver, a forest bathing nature therapist, well-being coach and meditation mindfulness teacher. Welcome, Emma Weaver. Hi, Emma Weaver. Hello and welcome to the Voice of Islam Poets for Peace show. Hello there. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Yes. How, Good, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Now, as you all know, the topic of our show is the beauty of nature reflected in its creator. Um, and your professional background, amongst other things, spanning over 20 years, is in forest bathing. Is it bathing therapy or bathing therapy? Oh, it's forest bathing therapy. Forest yes. bathing. Yeah. I'd never heard of anything like this until now. So um, I think it ties in really beautifully with this concept of reflecting yeah. on the wonders of nature and even the origins of nature. Could you share with us how you came into this profession? Yes, yeah, certainly. So um, forest bathing is really just sort of bathing, immersing your senses into the forest or woodland atmosphere. And uh, I've always had a draw into nature. I've always felt um, very calm and happy in uh, woods and playing outside when I was younger. Um, and so I, I always wanted to live in the country and just sort of felt happy in nature. And um, yeah, I've been very lucky that I've been able to turn that into my job. So as a holistic therapist, I would like run retreats in countryside locations and take people on um, guided nature walks and things and just see um, how uplifting uh, it was for them. And uh, I would just lead meditations in nature. And then I went on to train to be a meditation teacher. And it was while I was doing my training that I actually found out that there was a real thing um, called mm. forest bathing. And that was sort of like similar to the nature therapy I've been doing. Wow, it's such a nice um, feeling when your personal interests 
and 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 loved can come together with professional career and and lifestyle. I, I love yeah. hearing about that. Absolutely, so yeah. And and you have extensive experience in forest bathing and and your mindfulness practices, which you've just touched on. Could you talk us through the transformation that your participants experience? I know that you said that they it's it's nice to witness the transformation that they go through. Um, you know, the the well being that they they achieve through your therapy. Yeah. Can you talk us through a little bit of that? Yeah. So when people come to the session, they might uh, be a bit rushed or a bit you know stressed, um, tired. You know, very very busy or maybe a bit tense, a bit unsure about what to expect during the session, and um, after you know, say 20, 30 minutes of um, doing forest bathing, um, you you see them start to, their facial expressions start to soften and, and relax and the shoulders drop down a bit and their eyes light up as they start to just get absorbed <laughs> in um, just, you know, being in the present moment and enjoying mm. the beautiful surroundings that they're in. It's so important, isn't it, to be present and and enjoy what's just naturally there <laughs> yeah it's so easy to do that with forest bathing because there's just so many beautiful things that captivate your attention oh now your sessions involve sensory exercises and slow walks through the woodland trails does the greenery and the fresh air and the natural sounds and aromas add to your therapy and how do you kind of bring that in yeah so all of those things so just the color green, just being surrounded by um, green and the soft sort of patterns in nature um, are very soothing to the nervous system. So studies have been done on um, spending time in green spaces, how um, soothing it can be for our mental health and how it can help to release stress. Um, being in green spaces can improve concentration and focus and cognitive function. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just sort of a, a very healing atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and are, are those, these sessions, are they one-to-one -one or do you go out with groups? Yeah, so um, I go out with groups or I, I can do one-to-one -one sessions, yes. But mainly mm -hmm. I go out with groups. So it, it's not just sort of like the colour green, it's also just breathing in the fresh air. Yeah, so when you're yeah. in the company of trees, um, they create, help to create more oxygen. So mm -hmm. you breathe in much more oxygen. It's good for your circulation and everything. Yeah. And also um, the tree chemicals that are released help to boost our immune system. Yeah. So there's lots of different reasons why forest bathing works and it's yeah. all been scientifically proven. And there's there's such great imagery. I'm trying to visualise how these sessions go and uh, walking around the, the forest and it, it it sounds wonderful. Is there a free flowing conversation that happens uh, between yourself and the participants in the service? No. So so mainly after a short introduction, most of the session is done in silence, so you can be okay. in that quiet, meditative state. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we do stop every now and then and we have a share, a sharing experience mm. so people can, mm -hmm. you know, um, tell others what they have experienced and we can all learn from that. And then, um, oh, you know, we move mm. on again in silence. So it really helps to slow people down. So when you're mm. in quiet 
and you're not thinking, um, you know, busy thinking in your head about what you're going to say, you can go much deeper into the practice. Yeah, yeah. And do you um, recall any conversations or discussions that that really stand out to you about the concept of a, the origins of nature or there being a creator of of this, this beautiful natural world that we live in? Yeah, I think um, we all naturally get to feel this lovely sense of um, connection to something bigger and something um you know, wonderful and powerful and healing. And mm -hmm. yes, yeah, so there's this lovely um, connection and just this feeling of like joy and wonder as you sort of get lit up um, with seeing all these beautiful, all these beautiful things. Um, and I think just that, that whole feeling of, of connection and um, just feeling part of something. Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. It's really lovely that people um, share experiences of, of that. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about the concept of Shinrin-yoku? Because I read a little bit on your website. Could you share some, some information about that? Yeah, so Shinrin-yoku has come um, from Japan and uh, really just translates to um, immersing your senses into the forest atmosphere. And mm -hmm. so it started in Japan during the 1980s at the sort of the height of the tech um, boom where uh, Japanese people were encouraged to spend more time in forests and to reconnect with nature for well-being and to release sort of stress and um, to prevent, sorry, stress and, um, and burnout, mm. and, um, which really helped to boost people's well-being in a natural way. And um, this was encouraged more and more, and research was um, done into the scientific benefits um, so that we know that forest bathing helps to reduce blood pressure and lower yeah. cortisol, adrenaline, because it helps to activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which mm -hmm. is the wing of the nervous system that calms us down and helps us to feel relaxed and happy. Yeah, presumably deep in the forest. Uh, no connection to phones and <laughs> no service. Yeah, so that, that's very much part of um, forest bathing. So switching off your tech, having a break from yeah. phones and social media. Yeah. Oh, it's it's much needed in this day and age, definitely. Not just back in in the eighties. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, even more so today. Yeah, definitely. Mm, definitely. Um. I wanted to ask you, does the combination of forest bathing and mindfulness create a synergistic effect by enhancing participants' spiritual well-being? Do they, does it lead to a deeper understanding of, of the creator of this yeah, natural Yeah, a, a, absolutely. I think it does. It's the perfect synergy. So um, it offers uh, healing and well-being, which just comes through being peaceful in, in, these sort of, in a beautiful environment where you just... You do feel part of nature, it's within us and around us, and we feel deeply connected to our creator. Mm. And we, we experience, um, you know, so much joy and pleasure from just being in the moment. Yeah, you've inspired me to go and take a walk in the, in the forest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I think it's good. It, and there are, it, there are so many places you can do forest bathing now. 
So in yeah. lots of parks um, the, and, and gardens, they're doing forest bathing. It doesn't have yeah. to be in a forest or woodland. So if you live in a town yeah. or a city, yeah. there probably is some green space that's being used for forest bathing. Yeah. So, I mean, all around us, isn't it? I have two, two young children um, who we can walk down the, the street and we can count ladybirds and see how many bugs yeah. are on the floor and and just immerse ourselves in all of that the natural world and it leads to lots of conversations and connection not just to each other yeah. but to the world that we live in there's so, so much love to just in our environment mm. yeah like mm. that you can just sort of observe a favorite plant or tree through the seasons and um, oh, yeah. get a real connection that way Yes, absolutely. I mean, by immersing ourselves in a forest environment of plants and trees, we really do revive our bond with nature, I'm sure. And you're right, we learn so much from the changing seasons as well. How the thick green foliage of spring shivels into amber leaves in fall. It depicts the power of nature in creating the cycles of life and death. Your meditation sessions in the woods, I'm sure, deepen a connection with nature and the creator of the beautiful natural world around us. Thank you so very much, uh, Emma, for joining us in the show today. I'm sure our audiences would be thrilled by the idea of forest bathing. Meditation and mindfulness done in the solitude of forests has been a saintly tradition since ages to develop and enhance divine connection. An ideal relaxing therapy and refreshing break from our hectic everyday life. Now it's time for a little break. Sipping your coffee, relax with nature's tranquil music. Calming sounds of sea waves splashing on the shore. Close your eyes, take a deep breath and let yourself be transported to a serene beach for a water lullaby. We'll be back shortly, so stay tuned. Power of Poetry Stirring hearts, melting discord, fostering harmony Poets for peace. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be on you. Welcome back. I hope you're feeling refreshed after your brief escape to the beach with soothing ocean sounds. Let's now dive back into our show, moving on to our last inspirational segment. Welcome to our inspirational segment, commencing with recitation of a verse from the Holy Quran. A'uzu billahi rajim I seek refuge with Allah from Satan, the Rejected One. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim 
In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. لا تدركه الأبصار وهو يدرك الأبصار وهو اللطيف الخبير Eyes cannot reach him but he reaches the eyes and he is the incomprehensible, the all-aware. Chapter 6, verse 104 Our physical eyes cannot see God as he is transcendent but he reaches our eyes through his manifestations of his attributes in the material world. There are several divine attributes related to the creative power of God. Al-Khalik, the creator. Al-Bari, the maker. Al-Musavir, the fashioner. Each of these three attributes has a unique emphasis. Al-Khalik, the creator, depicts planning of creation like an architect. Al-Bari depicts the maker and builder aspect of creation. Al-Musavir depicts the attribute of fashioning and artistically decorating the creation. In Al-Khalik, the creator, the emphasis is on Allah the Almighty creating according to a predetermined plan. It refers to the intent to create. Al-Bari, the maker, refers to manifesting the power of creating and making a body. Al-Musavir, the fashioner, refers to fashioning the attributes of the body. Al-Khalik applies to creation of everything, whereas Al-Bari usually applies to creation of living creatures or the creation of souls. Now we're going to present the English rendering of Fahim in God's Praise written originally in Urdu language by Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed, peace be upon him, the promised Messiah and prophesied world reformer of our age, divinely sent to unite mankind in the latter days. The poem is sung in the melodious voice of Farah Mirza from Dallas, USA. How manifest is the radiance of the divine source of light. The whole world is becoming a mirror for a sight. What marvels you've created in every atom. Who can ever unravel these Immense mysteries Charming faces reflect your divine beauty Each flower and orchid is tinged with your hues How manifest is the radiance of the divine source of light the whole world is becoming 
a mirror for our sight. In lovely languid eyes, I see in your reflection. Curly locks are pointing your direction. Spiritually blind eyes can see you through their veils though your way has been so evident to believers and non-believers. How manifest is the radiance of the divine source of light. The whole world is becoming a mirror for our sight. O seekers of truth, through this profound poetry, we enter a realm where the Creator's radiance is reflected in the world as a living mirror. Each line is a heartbeat echoing the marvels hidden in every atom leaving us breathless before the vast mysteries we can only feel, not fully fathom. Every single atom is a treasure trove of wonders, its intricacies beyond our wildest imagination. Our Lord has graciously showered us with countless blessings, so vast that even attempting to count them leaves us speechless to express our gratitude. Eyes which are the windows to the soul reflect their divine creator in their languid gaze. Even the curly locks seem pointing to the sky in his direction. There's a spontaneity in these images, an emotional resonance that tugs at our heart, reminding us to acknowledge our creator. The poem is filled with pathos for those who don't use their spiritual perception to fathom the origin and reality behind the beautiful creations. A resounding truth emerges that the Creator's way is so evident, not only to believers, but to all seekers of truth, believers and non-believers alike. This sublime poetry awakens our spirit to unravel the mysteries, embrace the divine beauty and seek the Creator, hidden yet profoundly present, waiting for hearts to feel the cosmic melody. Hope you enjoyed the symphony viewpoint and inspirational segments of our show today. Join us on our next episode to explore yet another exciting theme through poetry. Till then, stay blessed. Peace be on you. Poets for Peace,
like a white piece of symbolic of peace and love. Playing the tranquil symphony of universal peace and harmony. Love for all and hatred for none is our passion, aim, and motivation.